All right, all right, all right. Oh, man, I love rocking into the tunes of Jimi Hendrix. This is my favorite part of every day. Um, this is the CXM Experience. As always, I'm your host, Brad Kahn, uh, CXO or Chief Experience Officer at Sprinkler, the world's leading experience company. So I want to talk a little bit about um, kind of a mindset story today. And uh, But before I do that, I want to have kind of a fun uh, experience right now on um, Disney Plus, uh, which is actually a, a big Sprinkler customer. Um, Disney Plus is, uh, I think, probably the most successful new channel introduction ever. And um, they use Sprinkler to do it, which is pretty cool. Uh, and of course, I'm a Disney fanatic, as anyone who knows me at all knows. Uh, once spent nearly a year in Disneyland, went every day. So we'll tell that story some other time. Um, but uh, I was watching uh, a new show on the Disney Plus channel. It's from their um, Marvel Studios, and uh, it's a, a really kind of cool show. And if you've not seen it, I couldn't recommend it more highly. It's called WandaVision, and it's about the Red Witch and Vision um, stuck in some kind of very bizarre alternate reality where they're a husband and wife in a 1950s sitcom. It's so weird and so cool at the same time. You got to watch it. And they actually, uh, I don't want to give away too much, but they, they progress through time. And in the third episode, they, they end the episode playing Jimi Hendrix. And so I thought, wow, even WandaVision is listening to the CXM experience. They're everywhere. <laughs> anyway, so let me kind of get into this. Uh, this story today is, uh, is a kind of a legend I actually came up in a meeting this morning, and I think you know this, but I'll just, just for clarity, I do this podcast every day. And so what's, what's gr which is great about that is that stuff happens in a day, or sometimes stuff is needed on the next day, and I can just put it together and make it happen. And so um, so this is, uh, this is something that happened today. I was on a telephone call with a very large telco in the UK, uh, one of the world's great companies, and they're sort of struggling with a few issues and some challenges. And so this particular story kind of came to mind. It is one of my favorite stories. So I, I told the story, it landed really well, and I thought, you know what? We're going to do this in the podcast today. So the story I want to tell you is a story about Alexander the Great. The story is the story of the Gordian Knot, uh, which is uh, a legend uh, about the town of Gordium. And it's uh, basically used as a metaphor for how you solve an intractable problem. Uh, so basically, uh, we're often confronted by challenges or problems that are seemingly impossible to fix. And the legend of the Gordian Knot is um, the way to sort of imagine your way to fix it. So first, I'm going to tell the story. And, uh, and then I'll, I'll fill in a few details from sort of history. Then I'll tell you the circumstances in which it came up. Not too, not too detailed. Obviously, there's some confidentiality in that, but I'll give you the general outline. And then I'll talk a little bit about how you can use this in sort of your day-to-day -day, uh, business life as well. So the, the sort of the, the people who populated the town of Gordium were called the uh, Phrygians. Uh, and uh, the Phrygians didn't have a king. Um, but an oracle at Tel Telmissus, which is the ancient capital of Galatia, obviously, uh, decreed that the next person to enter the city uh, driving an ox cart should become their king. So a peasant farmer named Gordias drove into town on an ox cart 
and was obviously immediately declared king. And so out of gratitude, his son Midas dedicated the ox cart to the uh, Phrygian god uh, Sebastios, um, who's similar to Zeus, but in the Greek uh, in the Greek god universe, and then um, built a, a knot to hold this ox cart uh, to a post. And so the knot was made as a, it was an intricate knot made of cornel bark. And, uh, and it was described by um, a Roman historian uh, Quintus uh, Curtius Rufus as being several knots, all so tightly entangled that it was impossible to see uh, how they were fastened. And so this is kind of the story. This that's kind of the beginning of the story. So person comes into town, becomes a king. Ox cart is tied off to a post, and then and then off you go. So the um, ox cart was sort of stood in a place of honor for for many many years. And um, by the fourth century BC, Alexander the Great. Oh, he was Alexander at the time, but Alexander the Great arrived. And um, at this point in time, uh, Phrygia was just a province of the Persian Empire. And uh, and so uh, an oracle. An oracle declared that anybody who could unravel the elaborate knots of this um, Gordian knot was destined to become the ruler of all Asia. And so um, Alexander comes up to it, and um, this is a super, super nearly impossible to untie knot. There's a, it's like some legend about you know sort of how the knot was made. You know, to think of it as something where there was a, a knot cipher that you know, is guarded by the priests and priestesses. And uh, it sort of symbolizes the sort of the idea that when something's knotted into a cipher, it can be passed on through generations and revealed only to the kings uh, for Gia. So this is like a big deal knot, okay? It's like a really big deal knot. Okay, it's like a secret knot. It's like a cipher. Only the priests know how to, and priestesses know how to undo it. Like this is like a hard knot. But a little bit like the sword and the stone. This has got a very similar quality to the sword and the stone legend, uh, which we can cover another time if you're not familiar with that. The idea was that the person who could untie this knot would become ruler of all Asia. So Alexander the Great came and started looking at it, started playing with it, touching it, looking at it. You know, he surveyed it, went around it, and and there were a, a number of people who had tried uh, unsuccessfully untie the knot and they they'd failed and and so alexander's looking at it looking at it and um there are two tellings to the legend i'll give you the one i like the most and so he's looking at it and he's um examining this knot really really wants to figure it out right so he's looking at this gordian knot and a little bit of a just a kind of a look comes across his face he's i think i got this i think i got this i think i know what i'm gonna do I was looking at him. It was like, you know, has he figured it out? I mean, this is a knot cipher that only like the priests and priestesses have. You know, he kind of comes a little bit closer to it. And he pulls out his sword. And so Alexander the Great used the sort of a Roman short sword. So it was actually one of the really interesting things that made the Romans really effective as an army is their, their swords were very short. Uh, so they were good for thrusting, which is all you needed to disable your enemy. And uh, they could be drawn in close quarters and they could fight in close quarters more easily and from behind their shields. So is that, that kind of sword, not versus the very long swords that a lot of cultures had that are, you know, got some effectiveness to them as well, but require more swinging room. And so he draws out a short sword, approaches the knot, raises the sword above his head. And in one single slice, this four century old knot, he just cuts it in half. And he's like, turns around and he's like, I untied the knot. 
And so I'm sure he said it not quite that way, probably, but something like that. And so the legend of the Gordian Knot, and what I like about it is that despite all the stuff that sort of builds up around it, is that the intractable problem, which is this knot that can't be untied, you could have sat there and spent several hours trying to figure out how to untie it, probably unsuccessfully. Uh, or you can just take a sword and cut the damn thing in half. And where this came up in the meeting today, just to sort of draw this to MarTech and marketing, is um, this particular group were showing us their MarTech stack. And it was a very complex stack with a lot of stuff in it. And, and nobody was happy about it. Like No one was like, we love our complex stack that almost never works. Like Everyone was like, this is a really big problem. We've got to figure out how to fix it. But it, we're running systems on it. It's hard to fix. And so I, I told the legend of the Gordian Knot. And then I said, maybe what you want to do here is as opposed to like trying to untie this knot that you've made, it just like, let's just use a sword, cut it in half and create something different and alongside and basically build a new system out of sprinkler that would drive a conversational commerce motion and bypass all the old systems that they have and just allow them just to start selling more today and start driving better customer experiences. And, um, you know, we'll see where we go with it, but it's sort of, it landed pretty well. And I do think that in our lives, we are often confronted with Gordian knots all the time. You know, Gordian knots exist all over the place, you know, and there's intractable problems and challenges in family, in friends, in relationships, in our business lives, in our personal lives. Uh, we're constantly sort of confronted by them. And, and often the way to deal with it is just to take out the sword and, and just chop it in half. You know, sometimes, you know, moving is an effective way of doing that. Moving in some ways is like cutting the Gordian knot. You just pack all your stuff up in boxes and unpack what you need when you need it. And, you know, suddenly you've cleaned your home and you've organized yourself all in one fell swoop. That's a little bit of a cutting of the Gordian knot. And so as you think about your own life and you think about the sort of challenges that you're having, think about where do you have Gordian knots in your life? And, you know, can you just pull your sword out and just chop it in half? Could it be that easy? And often the way to do that is to build something alongside that ignores it. One last analogy and one last example, uh, which is phone systems are a really good example of this. Uh, so if you think about um, the North American phone system, uh, it was built out of copper, uh, laid down in the 40s and 50s. Great phone system, you know, not, not criticizing it, but super complex, a lot of costs, and there's a massive switch system. What's been interesting is there are a number of countries around the world that never got to that stage. They never got to lay copper. Uh, they never built switched phone systems. They actually leapfrogged that and went straight to cellular. And in some cases have much more sophisticated cellular systems and sophisticated populations in terms of their use of cellular uh, and the use of mobile phones. And that's because they essentially cut the Gordian knot as opposed to sort of building a whole complex structure there. They kind of just pulled their sword out, cut that and went straight to the new modern system. And that, I think for me, is a great example of how to drive innovation and how to create change. So for the CXM experience, that's this sword falling. I'm Grad Khan, CXO at Sprinkler, and I'll see you next time.